0: Hi I'm John and I'm Colin and I'm Paul Dano's lesbian haircut this is hold up this is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up say it say it louder I've my child I've my child I've my boy now beg
1: for the blood give me the blood Eli let me get out of here
0: give me the blood lord let me get our way let me get away I am a false prophet. God is a superstition. Say it again. I am a false prophet. God is a superstition. Here,
2: if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw. There it is. That's a straw, you see. Watch it. Now my straw reaches across the room. And starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! Stop bullying me, Daniel! Did you think your song and dance and your superstition would help you, Eli? Cue, Cue the theme song! the,
1: the theme song! Who, ah. uh, I don't know, I did. <laughs> 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 Give me the blood.
2: We have a sinner with us
1: here who wishes for salvation. You look like a fool, don't you, Tom?
2: Oh, I want to earn enough money I can get away from everyone. I am a false prophet. God is a superstition. Again. I drink your
0: milkshake. I drink it up. Oh. We're going a little over a decade now to 2007, and we're sticking with our month of PT. So, so far we've had um, Boogie Nights, then Magnolia, then Punch Drunk Love, and now there will be blood. Give us a reminder
2: of those scores, John. Scores. Yeah. Um Boogie Knights held up unanimously. E- epic right? love.
0: Epic love for Boogie Knights. Yeah. And then uh it was two against and one four for Magnolia. Uh two, but what was the st- was what was the
1: score though? Two what? Two was against, one was
0: four. Magnolia, right? yeah. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, and then two against and then one two for Magnolia, four. and then
2: Go ahead, sorry.
0: One against for Punch Drunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and two four, yeah. Wow, a so sweet yeah. yeah. Brent,
0: Brent just couldn't get behind it. Um and Colin and I thought it was good but not epic. So Colin uh, and I uh, discussed yeah, no, it, it it's, again it's today. Uh, it was uh, I would call it a minor.
1: I would refer I would refer to it as a minor PT Anderson movie.
0: Minor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cuz it's yeah. short I, with that's that. fine. Still good though, but minor. Its length definitely worked for it. This yeah. on the other hand is more like Boogie Nights length. At 158 minutes, so just over two and a half but hours. But it
1: feels more like Magnolia's length than Boogie Nights.
0: That's uh, that. okay. So feels <laughs> feels a little longer. It feels um, it
1: getting feels, right out of
2: there. We're, we're right into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're getting. Well, it, it, I it, mean, it, guys,
2: it. Uh,
1: you know what? This the <laughs> thing that does work for this movie is that it's slow, um, and the pacing of this movie is slow and stuff, and it works for that movie quite well for for most of it but there's definitely some spots where um, there could have been things either completely edited out uh whole section like whole scenes um are sped up a little bit it's it's very methodical um but once again it, i feel not, like it's good because the whole movie is that way that the tone and the pacing is set but well, it still's a little slow.
2: hold up hold up a sec john do you want to say what this movie is john do you want to well, say what the movie said is anything
0: I guess it's, it's, <laughs> Colin was like right in there. <laughs> you're have so you quick, not said, man. have you not said what the I movie haven't is said anything. <laughs> I said, hello, how's it going? No. And you're like, hold up.
1: No, we don't Perfect. know. We don't, we don't <laughs> action. know. Action. <because. laughs> no, do action. Do we want to start again? No. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. No, we were, no, we were just doing, we were just rehashing some of the old movies. You yeah. A little quick, but we love the passion. So we're going to feed on that in just a <laughs> second though. Um. So, P. T. Anderson directing. We got Daniel Day Lewis and some other people. I mean, who matters when Daniel Day Lewis is in a movie and the movie's about him? No, just kidding. We got Paul Dano, Kevin O'Connor, um, Siren Hines, and Dylan Fraser. Um, free freezer. I don't know who is like not that. who is so not, not a an actor. Name, <laughs> uh, who, yeah. Um. So just like we said two and a half hours for this one budget was around 25 mil um and tripled that in the box office getting up to 76 so pretty pretty good success I can definitely tell how this movie wouldn't appeal to people on watching a preview or whatever because you'd be like what's it about based on a book um um an old novel called oil um I mean, basically, if you don't know what this movie is about, it is about uh, Daniel Plainview, who is a silver miner, and he does okay at that, and then just starts to get in on the oil boon, the discovery of and usage of oil. So he'd be one of the first out there, uh, always figuring out the uh, the ways to extract oil from the ground, and these are all original ideas because these are problems that never needed to be solved, and he has some competition who's bigger and more established, but Daniel Plainview has a competition and he doesn't want anyone else to succeed. And so really, you could say this is about a bunch of stuff about oil and the start of that whole industry and how much money was available at, in and immediately, but really this is a character study about this man, Daniel Plainview. And um, so t- to like jump in on things and piggyback on what Colin was saying, I think what's really interesting about this is that because it's a, a, a character movie, it's interesting that it's when it's slower and brooding at times, it works better for me than if it was like a... Um, uh, like a movie about a uh, something, not a character study, like a story-driven movie. Because when story-driven movies slow down, they tend to get super fucking boring. But sometimes in character-driven s- stories, I'm I'm wondering if this is the case. So here's my question: um, Do you give it more of a pass for that slow broodingness that this movie definitely has? Fucking thick-ass layers of. I we all know how Colin feels. I think. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I'm just saying, I don't know if we need to do it. I think ask. a lot. No, of, no, no. no we, I still they, want no, to, to say.
1: clarify, to clarify uh, the, a lot of this movie works because <laughs> of because of that tone. Right. I'm just yeah. saying I'm just thinking there's there, there's way there's there's like no single cut I would make in Boogie Nights. And these two movies are the exact same length. Um, mm. I think three minutes difference. And I wouldn't cut a single thing in Boogie Nights, not not a single frame, but this there's some cutting can you that can you give a percentage
2: done. can you give a percentage on this so what you think maybe the cut should maybe, be
1: maybe maybe like 15 percent would have made it a big improvement just a small
2: it's very take, big not actually.
1: 15 minutes maybe 15 percent of the movie.
2: no 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 percent
1: yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know how many minutes that would be but there's there's just some there's just a little bit of fat in here um once again it's we're not learning new things i don't I get like John said, boring. I don't get. I don't get completely bored, but there's scenes that bore me because I'm not learning uh, something new about the character or what's going on with him. There's there's some great scenes between him and him and his son in this movie that humanize him. Um, I don't which is know. Really important.
2: I don't know if there are scenes with where we don't learn anything. I um. Notably, I'm a fan of uh, like longer, slow movies, I guess. Um, I think that the the scenes in this are great. Like, Dan- uh, listening to interviews with uh, Daniel Day Lewis, he talks about um, how, for him, he was just going to approach this as a character study, um, like, you know, kind of regardless, whatever the, the greater movie was. Um, and if you look at it, like, John john said too. it it really is it's a study of a man right and um i think i think there's actually a lot of efficient cuts in this and because of the expertise and the good um like efficient and like story compelling cuts uh i feel like the other stuff is definitely not a misstep but rather an intentional spot to give us time Um, to either appreciate or learn something about a character right or like spend time with them and like and grow that deepness because sometimes maybe we're not um, we're not learning quick easy things sometimes maybe it's really just like a like a texture thing do you know what I mean like the timber of an instrument we're getting that from the character the more time that we spend with them I might be bullshitting right now but but an example
1: so. I would use, though, that I think we'll all remember is the uh, scene where he goes to dinner with his son after he comes back and he's mad at him and he takes him out to dinner. And that guy comes in that had that guy from the oil company that wanted to buy him. And, and he's the one who said the thing about his son. That's That scene, Tilford. that. And, and that seems there, that seems good. But it's way, way too long. Like, we know as soon as that guy walks in and he sits down. But that scene, that's just, that's what I'm saying is there's just, we could get to the ends of some of these scenes much quicker and it would make the movie tighter and snappier.
2: See, that scene I really, that scene I really like and I'll tell you why.
1: Tons of tension.
2: Tons of tension, but also like, because we can be honest, like at the end when he's like, I'm finished, right? Like John alluded to um, earlier, he says, you just I spoil have competition in me, right? Um, so so sorry if anyone was listening to this for a fucking <laughs> rational... Um, oh, you know, I'm
0: finished! Uh, he says I'm finished and that's it.
2: Yeah, and that's it. Um, but the thing is that he has that competition in him. He has to win every engagement. And there's not an engagement that he loses throughout the whole movie except for this one with um, with Paul Dano the Eli right that one is never settled right from the Mm -hmm, beginning mm -hmm. it's back and forth and back and forth right and at the end when he beats his head in it's there Um, so that long scene remind me the one that you were just talking about
1: the one where he has dinner with his son
2: yeah dinner with his son so to me that does an excellent job of setting up that understanding because his initial engagement with those guys that are offering to buy and like make him beyond rich and whatever um, it's he gets mad because of his kid you could think that he's emotional moody whatever it is right he's he clearly is um, feeling the weight of judging eyes on him whether there are or aren't right um, so he feels bad and then that guy does that so we could misrepresent that scene I think by having it that gives us um, you know the the, understanding that he's he's can't he like because in that scene he can barely stand to be in his skin yeah without fucking rubbing it in that guy's face
1: what I would say that scene does do for the movie and once again I just said it was a little long but I don't think it's I think it is an important scene is now with you talking about it I realize what that scene is doing is showing his ramp up of craziness Uh, he he used to be very much about uh, in public his decorum But he's like going over the deep end with that stuff. Where he
0: as he he gets more power, I feel
2: he has to have less control.
0: So you need to see. Yeah, and I feel like his drinking ramped up there too. That is true. Mm. And I I watched outtakes from it while that was happening, and he is like
2: continuously getting drinks in the outtakes.
0: Yeah,
1: but um, but like I I guess I just mean so not learning things new. Like all of the scenes are so good, but like we know he feels guilty about his son. And uh, we learn that that gets repeated a lot, whether it's in scenes with uh, him in the church or him in the first interview or him when he sees them again in the restaurant. It's all about the guilt he has with his son. But like, but we, we learn that very, very And like we know that like from almost the start when he puts him on the train and he walks away. But that, that keeps that message or that theme keeps being repeated. Throughout the, the the when the bad guys close in third act of the movie, so it and the scenes are really good, so it sucks. But when it is the being bad guys close us. in.
2: Isn't he
0: the bad guy?
1: Well, in a typical story, the bad guys close <laughs> in would be uh,
0: the madness. It's his madness. The madness. Closing the in. madness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree like with, him with Which his that's where it really stuff. starts to take him. I think that scene with the son in the restaurant is where like it really it takes a turn. Mm-hmm. If it and it started before that. Um, it's important to have
1: that scene. It's uh, it's important to have he, a, a lot. There, just a so. So,
2: do you feel differently now, considering that? Maybe looking at the scenes like back in your memory and considering them differently.
1: I, I just think something needs to be a little shorter.
2: The thing is, is that Boogie Nights is glitz and glamour and fast pace. So I know easy it's easy to go this yeah. time length. This is. A longer slower haul sometimes these things need to be right art shouldn't always be no easy. yeah
1: i'm not saying like, it's. i'm not saying it's excessively long i'm just saying it's a it's a little bit too long it, it needed some shaving I, here and there i
0: definitely like i just uh, generally i support that it, d- it did seem longish to me but it was like riveting to watch mm. um like let's get this clear daniel day lewis is like this won him an oscar and this is like Easily one of the best performances I've ever seen. Oh yeah, um, Daniel Plainview For is an sure. insanely thick yeah. and varied character who like has deep underlying issues that bubble to the surface during this movie so slowly and deliberately because of Day Lewis's acting. Like he's he's that guy's just incredible. It's, it's, it's so funny incredible. too. Incredible. It's so
1: funny too because P.T. Anderson's themes. P.T. Anderson must be a very lonely, lonely, lonely man. <laughs> because <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> he must always feel very lonely. He is an extrovert. Um, from the videos and stuff I've seen of him and his excitement he gets around people. Um, but like he, his themes, are his characters are always so lonely. And Daniel Plainview is very lonely in the fact that he lets that guy swindle him into thinking that he's a relative and uh, letting him become a intimately you know a part of his company and takes him in gives him money uh and a job he he likes having someone around to chop it up with and talk to and he doesn't feel like he can trust anybody so so that that the motivation like i was worried about that thinking that that might come off as false or faux um, when he shows up but it doesn't it it, it, the movie explains it quite well he daniel talks about that in dialogue um, and yeah. uh, I feel like that really works f- for the story. It's like I it would does. call out the midway point when he shows up.
0: Yeah, that's uh, about. That seems about right. Like, I mean, that's like that's that. after the scene with his son at the restaurant, and then his son tries to burn the cottage down with this guy inside, which is really fucked <laughs> up. And then, really crazy. shockingly, is when Daniel like that guy confesses and just asks to go, and Daniel kills him. Like that's a that's a really shocking scene. Daniel um, loses
2: interest. The second um, that he finds out this guy isn't his brother. Like, he figures it out on the beach. um, And right away as that guy's like, he's sitting there with him. He just gets up and goes swim. And he knows, right? So, fuck his brother. There's a... Lion gold digger.
0: The funny... a little, a little attention to detail that I, f- I maybe I felt this more than, than saw it, but I don't know. But um, when that guy does show up, Daniel forces uh, H.W. to drink all the whiskey or whatever Daniel's drink of choice is, that big glass of milk, mixed him with the whiskey, forces him to do that, and then goes outside to deal with this guy. And I believe they purposely showed that because Daniel thought maybe he was going to have to kill this guy right then and there. So he wanted his son to be like comatose from alcohol. Um, which I thought was a very interesting detail.
1: I didn't think that at all. I thought it was, um, I didn't, I didn't get that interpretation. I just thought this is kind of what he's doing now. He's, he doesn't know how to deal with this. Um, he wants his son to go to sleep and he doesn't want him to wake, you know, get up when he, and move around. So he just knocks him out maybe every night. I, I don't know. That's yeah, kind of where found, I, I wondered. wondered
0: like. <laughs> I wondered what to believe about, like, is that their routine where he makes, he just gets the kid, like, loaded every night and the kid passes out? Or <clears throat> was it for this one specific incident because Daniel wanted to do business or something without the kid bothering him? I don't know. I thought about it both ways for sure.
2: I don't know. Yeah. In the outtakes that I watched of that restaurant scene, at one point it almost looks like he's going to give his kid the the booze. So I wonder if maybe that's an ongoing thing.
1: Hmm. He's old enough to have a drink.
0: <laughs> hey, back in those days? <laughs> um, come on. You know, I, I got to talk about this. the opening of this movie is one of my favorite openings of all time. The way the from music from he, swells? Yeah, the music helps. Like, the, There's very peculiar music in this movie, very peculiar, and we can Fuck, go back and good. talk about that. Um, but for the opening, like how strange, but appealing it is like off, off tune things coming together, but just the whole him, like in the mine doing his mining, the the quick glimpse we get into that. And then when he falls and he breaks his leg and how he gets out of that and, and then how you can like, they do great editing. Like they don't waste time showing him struggle too much. As soon as he like gets up on the ladder, you're like, okay, he could make it. And then boom, he's up. And then you're like, how's he going to get the town? And he starts pushing on his back and you're like, OK, and show him in there and I'll, I'll just assume he made it somehow, um, which is amazing. So up up to that point, um, the whole opening of the movie, I absolutely love it. I think it gives you like P.T. Anderson does so well. He just seeds you into the world that you're in and you feel like you're there, like the, the, the wide angle shots that he had of the beautiful but barren landscape and the mind itself, how it was. Lit enough to see what was going on. Um, and then to show plain view, which is a great introduction for him, like that he's a hard worker. He's like been down there a few times. He knows what he's doing, but he's also like pretty crookedly wrecked for the for the silver because he's down there with a shattered leg. And I'd be thinking about how the fuck am I going to survive? And he's like, there she is. There she is. He's fucking insane. So um, I liked all that a lot. Yeah,
2: you don't doubt it, right? You don't doubt that he made his way to town because you see the grit of the man. And I mean, yeah, like anybody else in this role, maybe this movie doesn't work actually, but Daniel Day Lewis is unfucking believable. So everything you buy, right? Yeah, you buy the motivation, you buy the the um, the grit, and and I think all that stuff carries through the entire fucking goddamn movie.
1: The opening of this movie also really really, really feels like uh Kubrick. It feels like the shining the music the 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 shots with the lens where you can see to eternity and it's, it's like static, a horror movie doesn't move a lot that mute the music is so shining it Kubrick. is very
0: much yeah. like a horror movie, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Throughout the movie, the
0: music is like that. It's always like, you know, repetitive and drumming and on and on and new, new, new instruments, new forms of percussion like just going crazy, crazy. And it like it it builds the tension so well and it's not unappealing to listen to, but it's not musical and and like tight and, and melodic at all. It's more sound and rhythm based and it just it does the job like it's very interesting take. I I don't I don't know if it's the best thing I've ever heard, but it certainly served the movie well.
2: I really love it. I really love it. I love like you think about the beginning sound of the movie with that with those fucking crazy strings like that. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like slowly swelling into you. Um, and then at the end, after he kills that guy, he goes, I'm finished. It's like, bum, 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 yeah. bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's like, we open on that, like the drain and that, like it's, it's his fucking grind and his, like his sole pursuit of his, um, goal is so all encompassing. And I think that his, um, whole way of being and his whole, uh, um, you know, mood structure and everything is carried through the movie a lot with that music. So personally, I, I mm. fucking love mm-hmm. this music a lot.
1: Yeah. The music really does work for this movie. It's can't be denied. It, it just, it does. It's fantastic. And the cinematography in this movie is, I, I believe this also won the Academy award for cinematography and, and it should have. This movie yeah. For love.
0: cinematography and, and best actor. Yeah, it's crazy. Like everywhere, dark, light, you know exactly what's going on in every scene in this movie. You're confused when you need to be. You can see everything else when you're not. That's hard to do, folks. That's really, really hard to do. This movie looks brilliant all the way through. The directing, once again, is pretty stellar all the way through. I I don't have like any comments or complaints. Like you're you're in this movie. It's tense. Lots of long shots of like, and like Daniel Day doing the work, like carrying the boy. Running across that field with him in his arms. Uh, another scene later on when the kid tries to set, set the house on fire. Day Lewis has to go chase him down, yeah. and then sling him over his arm and carry him all the way back, like yeah, a good sixty or seventy yards. Like that's all one shot. Um, I think Lewis it's go- going going for that. Yeah, like he just he does it. He does it so well. There's I have absolutely no complaints about the style, the the staff he uses for these films, the the costumes in this. About the only thing I looked and I said that looks really funny is when they pulled into um, what is it, Little Boston? Um, is that the name of the town that they go to at the start, where where they where um, Paul sends them? I think um, it's called Little Boston. I, I can't. Anyway, th- that town just looked too too like perfect to be real. It does like this sp- side. Yeah like it looked like a set and I know towns back then were really small but I'm like they were just everything was kind of put together it almost looked like a Wes Anderson movie when everything comes into view oh, and there's a shed in the middle and then Daniel gets into a, a, a car or they're just walking along by the town when they go there Um Okay, I got a I got a question, and I think I know the answer to this, but um, I wanted to see, I was watching this with some people who hadn't seen it, and I wanted to see if anyone was going to be confused by the Paul and Eli thing both being played by Paul Dano with there being no point to them being twins only except to confuse us as an audience. Um, what do you guys think of that?
1: Yeah, uh, go ahead, Brent.
2: I mean, I don't mind it, right? And it, but it does sow um, this level of disbelief, so it is kind of like a like a cheap manipulation, right? But I mean, it was effective. It did give me a little bit of pause to think about, um, like I, I've seen this movie before a couple times, but watching it again now, I was like, well, is there any possibility that that Paul and Eli could be the same guy? Do you know what I mean? But then watching through, they do seem to talk about Paul, um, you know, as a separate individual. So that theory is blown right out of the water. But um, that isn't until at least halfway through, I feel like. So um, having that that twin factor in there, I mean, does present another element of mystery to it that I don't feel like is is detracts from anything. And
0: I'm fine. I like it. Yeah. Colin, do you have any thoughts on that one?
1: It does seem to just feel they look too similar. I mean, I wish that they would have had something that they would have made them look a little different. They look like they don't look like the identical twins. They look like the exact same actor,
2: exact same person. Uh, Eli's left handed and Paul is right handed.
1: But you guys know what I mean. Like their hair is the same. Yeah, no, every, There's nothing is the same. different about them. They even yeah, don't even dress really. Lie, so don't they don't even that. dress really differently. Like in the beginnings, like when he when well, he first comes out, when Eli first comes out and sees Daniel, he looks exact. He's dressed and looks exactly like Paul. He, uh, at well, the were end, they going to go to the
2: local Kmart and fucking no, buy up the fashion? No, the, but the you, fucking you, woman probably made all these clothes.
1: You could easily you could easily have done something to make them seem different um, and, and like just a yeah, different haircut. Have one of them have a shaved head and one of them not like it, no, it's, this is not that hard. <laughs> no, at like, the
0: see at the end of the day, why I didn't end up liking it was because there was no point to it. It it, it um, even though there's a scene when they get up to the farm, when they meet Eli for the first time, both him and the son share a look. What I read is that the actor who was initially signed on to do Paul dropped out very late in the process, even after after photography started. Oh, really? Do um, you remember who it was? uh, No, I'm sorry. It wasn't a name I recognized either. Um, And then I read some weird things, like maybe people were intimidated by Daniel Day-Lewis and couldn't do it, but I don't know about that. Anyway, that's why, and then I think it was a last-minute plug-in, but that means they would have had to insert that scene with Plainview and HW looking at each other after they meet Eli, because then you're like, ooh, what's going on here? That's weird. Does he have multiple personality disorder? Is there something else going on? Did he maybe like show up to them and get that 500 bucks and then switch back to Eli and be like, where did I get this $500? But no, none of that is true. They're just brothers. All it needed to be was that his brother was Paul, and I wish it had been played by another actor, because... It threw some people off to the point where they just felt like they were being fooled for no reason which is yeah kind of
1: it's silly there is something okay, weird about so, it. it's a small flaw but it's a flaw
2: so i just like went to some trivia to see if i could see something about this yeah mm-hmm. um and i found something else almost, almost immediately mm-hmm. uh which says that paul dano um had originally been cast in a much smaller role of paul sunday eli's brother so paul dano was only originally supposed to be the brother ah. that sells the location right um and another actor had been cast as eli as you'd mentioned mm-hmm. uh however after dano had started filming as one scene as paul sunday pta decided to replace the actor playing eli and then he asked dano to
0: play um to play eli as well gotcha. as
2: paul. so i guess i guess fucking he blew him away this
0: role with the punches yeah i guess
2: so well, parent, Can you, you imagine? Know. Can you imagine doing such a good job on the first day that you get your boss's job, basically?
0: Yeah, basically. Right. So, so
1: all they had to do is shave his head for the scenes where he's the other brother. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> no, it's done, man. No, and we're it, would a confu- we're it wouldn't we're have been man. It wouldn't have been confusing at all, though, correct, John, if they would have no. done something like that? No, no, but I don't mind that
2: mystery is what I'm saying. It doesn't detract it's from it. It's not anything. a
1: mystery. It's a fuck-up. It's a mistake.
2: Why? Because, because it doesn't do he's not trying to make a
1: mystery. He's not. Mi- there is no mystery. He's like, one's Eli and one is Paul. What is the mystery? I'm
0: confused. I mean, Where movies are built
2: off false tension, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, no.
0: <laughs> like, there's, the no, there's just no other point that it could like they didn't even try and play with the theme or the or the um whatever in the movie there's that one shared look and then it's never talked about again it's just ever. because
2: it's never addressed
0: yeah and it, i don't even address. need it to be but it's it was just <laughs> confusing yeah like well then know.
2: basically what you're doing is uh you guys are twin phobic uh you guys are saying that twins <laughs> can't exist in the wild in small roles uh so uh, I hope the it twin it community it writes in to you guys well, uh, yeah. with this their opinions a, on this. It is. A, it's an.
1: Un- Let's hear I it from you twins. Best way, the best way <laughs> of putting, the best way of putting it is that it's an unnecessary distraction. <laughs> is I what think it is.
0: That, yeah, that that's it. Like the movie it's Twin is necessary. never even said in this movie. So, but they, I do they should lose. be offended at that, not at me and my rambling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair. Fair um, well, there you go.
1: He could have even said "Twin, my twin brother." Like when he was introducing yeah. him too, like say yeah. that too first of all.
2: Yeah, he maybe he maybe he would have if fucking Plainview didn't keep treating him like an idiot. And then he was like, he was like, "Oh, this will fucking trip him out." Do you know what I mean? Like he's not going to give him all the information up front. He gives it to him after he pays. Maybe no, the treatment says, dictated the uh, the information given, it, it, and he wasn't giving the whole when, story.
1: When HW asks him about his family, he says, Yes, I have two, I have sisters. And he's like, How many? I think he says two. And I have a, a brother named Eli, but he just had to say a twin brother. That was yeah. Like, one and word. Right. Do they have twin all twin twins, twins,
2: twins now have to designate here's their fucking likeliness to their brothers? It Come on, no, so I don't know. It just it it seems important
1: to this story. It does. It <laughs> I don't know guys why guys I'm just defending to clarify it. For us I
0: don't know why I'm defending it. I don't
2: really care about here's it at all. I'm so sorry. Here's
0: something else. Here. Here's something else. Um, they pay Paul five hundred bucks cash in hand, and Paul's like, "I want to go now," and he does. And then later on, before Eli gets clubbed to death, he tells him that he paid his brother ten grand cash in hand, and that is a because nice little producing wealth. He is just was trying to be a dick.
1: No, no, that was part what he asked for in the beginning. I went back and looked in the beginning of the movie. He said he wanted five hundred dollars up, a thousand dollars up front. I can't remember. Uh, he wanted he wanted five hundred dollars or something up front, and then he said, and then with the, if the well produces, he wants ten thousand dollars. He asked for that, and then they oh, never okay. spoke of it again till the okay, end. Okay, that's great. Okay, I you. did yeah, not okay recall too. that actually. I yeah. didn't either, and that's why I went back and looked again because I own it. And I went back and looked because when we were, I was we were gonna do the podcast, I was like, yeah, I think that's a screw up too. So, but he does ask for more money if the wells produce. He said or whatever.
0: Okay, All right, okay. cool. Cool. Thanks for clarifying that.
1: Yeah, yeah. lots just, of clarity I mean, going this on today. Pretty this movie's pretty thick, so lots No, it's oh
0: definitely God, yeah. thick. Yeah. And like subtle. I like um, all of Plainview's negotiations are very interesting. He always takes the power stance, but with certain people, he like sits back and lets it play out. Um, and like it immediately shows. Um, they establish his. I don't know what to call it. Business savvy. He's just ruthless, right, in his dealings. And I love the opening scene. Um after we get a little ways into the movie when he's in that town hall and they have that strike that's happened.
2: Yeah.
0: And then he like sits there and he gives his pitch and then the crowd starts going nuts and I love it. They hold in on his face and he like his starts changing his facial expressions and then he just walks out the building and they're like <laughs> he's like I wouldn't take the lease as a gift if you gave it to me. Um which I, I love that as scene. That's a, as well. that's, but a, but it,
1: that's a great scene. It,
0: the yeah, whole, it really establishes is his great. cred and his knowledge. Yeah. Like he can back up what he says, and but maybe he's stretching a bit, but he knows when the fuck to get out of a bad situation.
1: Yeah, he yeah. knew he knew that this was a waste of his time. He he he's not looking to be held up by politics or bureaucracy. He just wants to dig wells. So anytime there's resistance, he's just like "fuck you," I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah, he's probably ran into that issue before, like during his short career and got screwed over or wasted his time and he's just like done with all of that now. And that's all well, I mean, established it, so well.
2: It shows that he isn't just a rampant monkey chasing a fucking that's right uh a banana, right? Yeah, it yeah shows standard. That he he's he is long um a long term mind, right? He strategizes mm-hmm. well and he, he definitely sees the big picture. He's also completely psychotic um in that ambition. Yeah which I mean many CEOs are like that's there's books written on it. if you want to check it out these people that pursue these roles that have like this singular drive to control or overpower or dominate I mean yep. this is the personality man so it's it's an interesting study of that
1: I also don't think he is that though in the beginning yeah oh, uh, I think so not a psychotic at the end he is yes but I think in the beginning he is he's is like more of a he's a con man well, he's,
2: he's a con he's man small who, time at the beginning, so he doesn't yeah. have the capability to pull no, the shit that he pulls at the end, right?
1: But he's a good con man. Like he's good at he's like good at um, finding people who don't know what they have, the value of what they have, yeah. sussing them out, and then and then taking advantage of them, taking and give, advantage you know, paying of the situation. Li- yeah, paying them yeah. as little as possible and taking all the profits and like giving them like peanuts. He does it so much with Eli and Eli's father. I mean, Eli, there's a great scene where um, Paul Deneau, see, that's another thing too that was I found was kind of took me out of the story, was everything's Daniel, 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 and we always only see Daniel and from Daniel's perspective. So we only ever see Eli when Daniel is around. But then there's this scene where Eli's sitting at the table covered in mud. Once again, great scene, great acting. All of that, but it doesn't really fit. You don't need that scene in the movie. You could take that scene out, and it doesn't really do anything for the movie, right?
2: That scene uh, and feels also, different.
1: Yeah, and it's because Daniel's not in the scene, and now all of a sudden we're spending time with Eli alone, and he has his own little story. We didn't need that. But great scene, though. Great acting. <laughs> we didn't need that scene. <laughs> it is. It's a great scene. I love I, I when I when I when I saw him sitting at the table covered in mud and he's staring at his father and he's not eating I like smile and I laugh. I, oh, there's you a, laugh I a lot. I still find the humor. Sure. I find all the I humor love, in this stuff. When he pushes him in the mud is hilarious. Oh yeah.
0: I love watching their power struggle Daniel and and Eli cuz there's really times it's really when good. each other are on top and it's written very well to like weave back and forth like a like two snakes intertwining until finally either one snaps or actually does have the upper hand and executes at the end. Um, yeah, that, like that's the whole true, the whole yes. "give me the blood, give me the blood." I abandon my boy. Like that must have been in some way cathartic for for Plainview because it did change him and the boy. Yeah, it back looks not cathartic after that. It looks cathartic. But it babe. was also too much pushing him. You could. Uh, I love it because when he's being saved, he's not they never show Eli. They you know Eli's next to him, but they're focused right in on Plainview. And when Eli is like, you abandon your son and says it for the fourth time, Plainview like looks up. And uh, again, it's Day Lewis, man. Daniel Day is just like fucking daggers at that guy. He's money in this. He's money he, in this. You know right. he's gonna get him by the end of it. He says, He's gonna fuck I told you I was gonna eat you.
1: Yeah. And I know I know that Paul Deneau back in the day was was credited for his performances well and stuff, but you know what? He's fantastic in this. He he probably doesn't get the credit because Daniel Dalios is so good, like it overshadows what an amazing performance that is from Paul Deneau. Like think about Little Miss Sunshine and then think about this. I mean, like he he kills. He kills this well. Like he is completely disappears into Eli.
2: So I remember being bothered by him, um, and I said so to Colin before we watched this. And Colin was like, "Are you crazy? Like he's fantastic." And then we got like halfway into the movie, and I was like. Yeah, never mind. I think I think what I hated was the character. Like he's so effective. Yeah. I'd be in this schmarmy little He's fucking a false gross prophet,
0: man. It's so obvious he he's is, a false prophet. Yes. It's fucking so beautifully done because he also sinks enough into that role and you can see why the people in his church would follow him. Yeah. And if yeah, I have so no me. teeth, I would gum you. Like fuck, you can't make that shit up. <laughs> the scene the scene's ah, where he That line
2: to me was like, that is the worst. You don't go from scenes, teeth You don't ever say I'll gum ya. Yeah, it's never the fucking move. The, Jesus. the scenes
1: where the scenes where he's chasing the demons outside of the church and stuff, he's so I mean he's so good in all of it, but he's he's really good in those scenes. He he has no fear. Like um like he Daniel Delios must have I mean, I bet you those two got along great because 'cause they're both oh, so committed. Yeah. I mean, like Daniel yeah. Delius would have seen him as a kindred spirit who goes for it. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I bet you Dan, Daniel probably influenced him to do that with his performance too. You know, like you feed off the other actor and what their level is, and you want to get up to meet it. So how I'm do sure you go pushed.
2: opposite Day Lewis and not fucking bring the, the absolute A
1: game? You gotta, you gotta. And that guy's does.
2: a ph- phenom. To.
1: Yeah, and he, 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 Those two guys, I bet you, they uh, they became good friends. Even yeah, though Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis was. Fate. Well, you know what? No, they wouldn't have been. Actually, I bet you they hate each other. Are de- are they aren't friends because Daniel Day Lewis would have never treated him well on set. Because he's so he method. Would have, he would, yeah, he's so method. He would yeah. have, he wouldn't have talked to him. I bet he Paul would Dano been mean would have given him.
0: it back to him and be like, "Hello, Daniel." I, yeah. <laughs> it's too <laughs> Hello, bad that it Daniel. wasn't Paul that was the guy because they could have been calling each other by their actual names. <laughs> Um, the whole mud when they fight in the oil slick, and I'm guessing that would just be mud on the day of the shoot. But like, he makes him like pretty much eat mud, rubs it right in his face. Like, that's just it's commitment by these two guys. You know what that that stuff is? Feed off each other.
1: The oil in this movie is the stuff that they put in chocolate milkshakes at McDonald's. Is what?
0: Oh no, kidding! Yeah, chocolate syrup, really? Yeah, that's what that's That's the oil. That's oh, so the oil,
1: the oil, yeah. that way that it's not dangerous for them to like touch and get in their mouths and stuff, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, oh, of, course, of course. well, maybe it still is. Like anything you buy at McDonald's is basically Yeah, that, <laughs> That's fair. Patent yeah, that's pending. Fair. Or I mean, uh, <laughs> allegedly, right? That's how you protect yourself. That's right. Nailed it.
0: Yeah. Um, A lot of Daniel's, um, his moves and stuff are stuff that we still see, like, reflected today in in businesses. Um, So when he's talking about, like, getting education in the community and children are so important, um, all those kinds of stuff. The way he uses his son, like, so blatantly when you watch this movie for a second time and you see, you know what's happening this is a great second view movie, by the way, for that reason, because you know what's coming and you can see it building better than when you see it for the first time and you get the big kind of reveal at the end. Um, so you know right away that he has no relationship with his son except for what his son can do for him by being the cute little thing. And people kind of call him on it later and he brushes it off, but you see it happening so early and how he just uses everybody and then descends into madness. It's it's quite fascinating. Yeah. I don't know if I had a point. I just gushed a little bit, um, <laughs> just a little bit. It's like seriously, like the craziest performance. I can't. I, I'm trying to think of like a better performance, and right now I couldn't. For an actor, yeah, that slips I mean, in, fuck. just just yeah. goes for it and gets it. Like you don't even recognize him because just the mustache and the stubble and how they age him throughout this movie. Like it's really effective. It seems natural. He just seems more bent and broken his eyebrows um, get watching this guy
2: fucking long yeah
0: yeah watching him wake up on the bowling on the bowling alley and like chug that bottle of water like that that gives me like a a, a, a lot of like uh, maybe PTSD to my drinking days when <laughs> I would wake up super hungover he's Every also eating I love how he's eating his yeah, dinner yeah eating the steak <laughs> That's It just cake. like when he finds it he's like oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> when they're in when they yeah. first are the getting the oil horrible I know chewy when when they're first getting the oil well um, and they've, like, figured out how to drop the pillar in and then they're all down there, like, digging in the oil, it just repulses me. I can, like, smell what that smells like when they were about to pass out in there. And all the accidents they have and, the like, Daniel's always on the engineering game designing new new ways of getting done what he gets done. And so some of it would be, like, borrowed or something he'd seen in a magazine and other times it's just something out of practicality he creates. So they they... I think we were saying this before, but like it, it sets him up for his character, but you get to, to how he gets to be where he is. He's got talent he's got that drive and he's, and he's got, um, that ambition. So he's just, he's, he's talking above his belt while he gets his company established, but, um, but he, he like delivers on what he promises and he's uh he's a insanely intense guy and he's fucking batshit crazy. Did we say that already? Yeah.
2: The man, the man has no back down.
0: no.
1: And one of the things we were talking about while we went, since we've been doing PT Anderson movies is about, um, how like time allows ideas and time allows things to come up and flourish. And like you, if you're trying to force things, you don't. So Daniel day Lewis worked on his role for this movie for three years. So once again, he didn't rush his shit. Three years. He worked on that character. This is like why things are so shitty today.
2: But that's the thing, too, is that this movie's written for him, right? Yeah, yeah. He takes the role. Like, this movie's written for him without him agreeing to do the movie. Let's note, right? Then he takes the movie after writing, as you say, spends that time developing the character, but without influence from P.T. Anderson. Apparently, he just, like, P.T. Anderson wouldn't hear anything from him for a while. And then he'd just get a phone call, couple questions, and then he'd hang up. And he's like, he's like, I like, do you know what I mean? You just trust him to do his shit, right? So I, yeah, yeah you, do. you don't even know who you're getting day but that's one. That's so great, basically, though too,
1: because that's so great though too, because um, it's just that's how the things get. That's how I love. That's why I love film, and I like writing, and I like the you know talking about directing. Because everything is a layer that is added to the movie. And yeah. uh and when all those layers work, then you have something beautiful, and this definitely is that. Yeah. Um this is I mean, like th- this movie holds up, I think. I know it's too soon to call it, but like it'd be think really it's hard.
2: Well, we can call it, uh,
1: well, I think can it, call it and then keep it. I think talking there's lots to talk about though still. I mean, like, this is a masterpiece. This is a master filmmaking. This is like um, so uh, you in, surprised in me because aspects. I
2: didn't think you were going to go for this. Um oh, of course. from conversations that we had because so you you are <laughs> um notably of the three of us the one most um most concerned with efficiency and time, right? And this movie's longer and there is a study to it. So I mean it's that so speaks good, though. to it's the so expertise to watch. with which it was conducted because you have actually been engaged by it, so I mean, I was just surprised by it because a lot of your discussions um, before before now um, and outside the podcast, I don't know, just it's, gave me a little hint it, of that. So it's just so very it's just
1: cool. so I mean, it's just such a masterpiece. It, you can't like you can't deny that, and uh, and like even the stuff that's too long, or even the stuff that I think should be cut. I, 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 they're, this, there's, it's so amazing. The writing and the directing and the acting. And like, it's a pleasure to watch those scenes that should not be here. (laughs) But they're like, so how can you hate them? Like, you, you, no wonder you wanted to keep them. I mean, I understand why. The scene between Eli and his father, he's like pushing his face and stuff. It's the, that scene is great too, because Paul Deneau does exactly to his father what Daniel did to him. Daniel had him into the oil and he was pushing his face and stuff down and he did that to his father because he wanted to take his power back because it was taken away. So he did it to his dad. And uh, it's a Mm. great scene. I mean, maybe that alone is good enough to have that in there, but I don't know. But just but once again, no, because it's about Daniel. No, it goes. Great scene,
2: though. (laughs) It doesn't go. I see that go, one goes. If, if, I, if there act,
1: was one cut, I would have that one cut. <clears throat>
2: that's fine, but I think like in his act of um, of like vengeance toward not vengeance, but like you said, goodness, power back, right? When we see him act the same, it's very clear that he's like emulating Daniel. But right? he
1: does it later. He gets Daniel back. Like whoever, I think it was John, said they weave like two snakes going around each other. It, without that, but it's not just about hit
2: him getting him back. It's about him getting him, like him attacking his father, right? Like he was bullied, so he needs to bully somebody else. Uh, I and know he does it, it just, in the same method. Like I mean, that just draws that that parallel. I think
1: it 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 just stands out also because it's the only scene that isn't with Daniel Day-Lewis in it. So it doesn't yeah. seem to make sense with the rest of a movie, especially that's, a movie that's this long.
2: That I agree with, yeah, sure. So
1: it sticks out a little bit in that respect too. Um, that's why I would cut it, but but like how I'm glad I get to see it. Yeah, it sucks, you know. It's like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough when this shit's so good.
0: <laughs> Do you know it's in <laughs> it's so Magnolia? Good. It's in Boogie Nights, and it's in this movie where uh, a character, if not the main character, reaches the success that they're aiming for, and then. They they handle it and like fall back down from grace after that. That Mm -hmm. But Tom Cruise's character with Plainview and with uh, not Johnny Wad fucking Dirk Diggler. Dirk, Uh,
2: I don't know that uh, Daniel Plainview has a sink. He definitely goes mad and his actions escalate, but I bet you he gets away with that murder.
0: I wonder. It, It all depends on the butler.
1: Well, he does. No, he gets away with it. But I'm not worried about him going to jail, but he's just lost his mind. I mean, he could go to jail. Maybe he, like, confesses to the police. He's so far I mean, far why gone. did he lose his
2: mind? Because he killed this fucking guy he hates? If it's he, loneliness. If that He kills his brother or the guy playing his brother, like, the same day that he finds out he was impersonating. You know what I mean? Like, if yep. if anything, that is, like, that is his step across the line I mean uh, not that he, he didn't intend for but you know what I mean
1: he didn't intend to kill um you see Daniel Dade lewiss performance is so good you can see the moment that Daniel because Daniel wasn't intending on killing Eli that wasn't his intent he about when he oh, hits him he for the, and no no it's not he when he hits him for the first time he's chasing him around he's chasing around and he's running and when he hits him for the first time it it knocks Eli out and Eli's body stops moving and then you yeah. see him pause and that's the moment where you see him make the decision that he's going to go all the way with this. That was never what he was going to do. He made that decision after he was unconscious.
0: I buy that. I buy that. Yeah. You can see it. You can see the, see can see the change. change. But he you wouldn't see. have premeditated. He, he col- didn't know he gets was going to come he didn't, yeah, no. he But didn't I mean, even, oh, once no, Eli, was Eli comes, gonna be there.
2: he starts throwing yeah. bowling balls at the guy and, and he I hits know
1: he was mad. Yeah, he's taking out his rage, but he like John just said, he didn't even know Eli was coming over. This was not premeditated. And then okay.
2: You, but it becomes premeditated once you strike him the first time. I know. With, that's and what he I'm passes out. I mean.
1: But go back and watch. If you go back and watch that moment, you can see when Daniel Day Lewis's character decides. He's like, no, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna finish it. No, but I actually did watch there. that.
2: But I am gonna watch it again. Uh, you can see it. it. It's like uh, it's like I looked at it. it just good I I I read it different, I guess.
1: Oh maybe, DM, yeah. There could be it can be open to interpretation, but why
2: couldn't Billy Bob Thornton have played this role? Then I would have understood this scene. No but, uh,
1: <laughs> Billy Bob is good. Billy Don't Bob. do that. Billy Bob did Sling Blade, which we did on the Billy Bob should, did Monster's Ball. We gotta do we gotta do it on the we gotta do Sling and Blade. And Armageddon.
0: I've never seen. Well, Sling Blade.
1: we've already done that one. So
0: you never seen Sling Blade? Interesting. Yeah, we should definitely no, check that out. No, but again. I've what? seen the. I've
2: seen the constant references since I was a kid. Brent, so.
1: Brent, Brent, John Ritter of is course. amazing in Slingblade. John Ritter in Slingblade. It's his best performance
0: ever. Oh really? Yes. Yep. So oh, I always thought it was. Well, Therese other company. than Bad Santa, but yeah. This oh, is better. Bad we Santa, should watch
1: Slingblade for sure for the show, and so Brent can see it. We can get his first yes, time opinion would love it. should. Anyway, love so back to plain view. So yeah, yeah. And then when that guy comes down, he says he's fin- the only reason that maybe he could go to jail is because he said he was finished. Because yeah, I mean, to me, this movie is about him going insane from loneliness. And, and the reason why I think that that is true. And that's my interpretation it, is because of the brother, the fake brother and the things that he tells him. And he says, like, I can't do it alone anymore. And uh, it was the same with the son, he, 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 the son, like once he knew he was going to lose him and he like turns on his son, like and tells Amazing. him he's not his son, bastard in a basket. How did no one do yeah, that for their opening? Shocking. Bastard in a basket. Um,
2: Let's go back.
1: He's going to be alone again. He's going to be <laughs> all alone. He's yeah. going to be all alone with his insanity.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, looking at broad strokes, it really felt like it was like the prevailing forces on society, kind of like the like the market versus religion. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the money, yeah. the dollar versus the the god or whatever. There's um, lots and lots of themes. What in is it. your sure. god? Do you know what I mean? But, um, but I yeah, no, you're right. There's there's so much to this movie. So much that can be read into it. Um, It's, I mean, mean, this movie's fucking great, man. The music, the acting. Without the casting done the way it is, maybe doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I personally, I better just get this comment in. I think, I think that because because uh, Eli was the last person who had anything over Dan Daniel from their back and forth clash. Eli was the only person who ever like had one up on him, had him on the church on his knees, like telling that he abandoned his son. That's why yeah. he killed him, and that's why he's now finished. Because there's nobody else who lords anything else over him. Agree, a hundred percent. Woo! Fuck yeah!
2: Calling silent. Doesn't no, I, I think
1: it. that's true too. There's, uh, a, but I do think that that with all of the themes going on in this movie, that the the, the main theme is loneliness for Daniel.
2: Oh yeah, no, and and you're right. Uh, Anderson's movies tend to have a lot of that in them, right? A oh, lot yeah. of loneliness, a lot of I isolation. I also think that it's so and easy to all. And that might be because, all. I mean, let's face it, this guy's a fucking genius. I don't know if I've mentioned any other podcasts or if you guys have, but when this guy started, he wrote a letter to the fucking uh, network and said, my name's Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I uh, want a job and I can do everything. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, he fucking proves it.
0: It's one of the few people that can,
2: maybe. Yeah. It's no wonder that him and Tarantino are friends. Like, they're both, uh, like, weird movie genius guys.
1: Probably both very lonely. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Probably. (laughs) Yeah, who've both met with some measure of success, and it's not turned out exactly the same as it had in their minds originally, because they keep writing that. Well, that PT is Anderson true. does anyway. I wonder if the master is going to be like that too. It kind of does go like that, doesn't it? But oh my god! Well,
1: we'll see. Uh, we we I can't I can't wait for that one um, because I know there's a lot of uh, it's going to be. I don't even know how I'm going to feel about it that this time. Is that the yeah. next movie? I think it is,
0: right? It is. Yeah, it's that's our last. That's the end. That's the moment. last yeah.
1: PT movie. Ooh! It
0: is. It is. Um,
1: okay. PT. Well. Do you guys want to call it? Yeah, we already
0: I'll know call what Colin it. thinks. He already said it. Brent, what do yeah, you say?
1: You guys go.
2: I mean, clearly this holds up. It's fucking a master class in acting and directing. I mean, like, and, like you talk about this. Um, we talk a lot about the actual characterization and acting and the bits of the scenes. Um, and we did talk a little bit about, but, like, the shots in this movie are so fucking crazy. Uh, big open shots of the land showing us kind of, like, the, like Colin's saying the the loneliness like driven home in a lot of those big open scenes and you can even see the characters seem to be like like they're in the shot but they almost are like half cut off do you know what I mean like like they're only a barely a part of it right? yeah um or or maybe just indicating scale I don't know but like I mean this movie's fucking amazing man it definitely holds up
0: crazy John yeah. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, hey, it's going okay. Nice, nice. Let's talk about this nice. movie, okay, then? All um, right on. The movie does hold up, absolutely. Um, there are so many wonderful, wonderful, just juicy things to get into with this movie. Um, but I know this movie's not a crowd pleaser, as there were several members of the audience last night who were just, like, done with the movie about an hour in. Um these character studies don't appeal to everybody and you gotta you gotta really almost um like this movie hits all the notches when I'm paying attention to details about a movie like how they combine the cinematography with the music with the acting all the layers we talked about when they come together this well it's just you're like this is something beautiful that I'm viewing but then on the other hand you just gotta think like this this is not for a lot of people which is why I think it didn't see more commercial success But that doesn't change the fact that this, like, this is just really great. I'd say I still like Boogie Nights as a movie more than this. It's a more pleasurable viewing experience, even though some fucked up shit happens in Boogie Nights. Overall, I like the, you know, the the parenthood and the mothering themes of that, and and Jack as the father, like, and and a family and the troubles they have. A little bit more than caught
2: by the glitz of it, though.
0: Well, I don't know if it's the glitz, and I'm I'm not saying anything bad against this movie, just but. If I'm going to watch a movie, I want to like kind of enjoy it and have the ups and downs. This movie, I'm yeah, kind of sure. smiling sinisterly while I'm watching a man go into madness and he does crazy things along the yeah. way. And it's it's just I, so fucked up. You can't stop watching it. I, um, I would
1: agree that that my favorite, like what you just said, my favorite probably is still is still Boogie Nights. Because that n- Boogie, su- Boogie Nights suffers of nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> suffers of nothing. It's like. 100% bulletproof whereas there are some things of this and also the tone and the subject matter that um, is sometimes feels lacking but I, I, I will want to ask you so I know you watch it with a very diverse group of people yeah um, what were the reactions of the at the end of the movie from those people some and was shock. there laughter some sh- no was there, there was no, la- laughter?
0: no not laughter no that's not how they took it it was very silent um, with a little bit of annoyance with another little annoyance bit of, yeah, annoyance. Just because it really wasn't up some people's alleys. Um, like, what yeah. was that? That doesn't make sense. That kind of thing. To uh, other people saying, "I'll have to think about that." And then, of course, Nick, the man, was like, "This is freaking great!" And he's a huge PT Anderson lover. So, um, shout out to Nick for for picking up on this movie uh, being a pretty incredible. It is, yeah. Um, but yeah, other people were like, "I just need to think about it for a day," and I don't think they came to any huge realizations except that they watched a man. Be a psychopath for a bit. Yeah, um, I and it was entertaining. Right so I, yeah, I yeah know. isn't that fun enough? I'll just say, and I'll just I, say, sorry, Colin. I'll just say it holds, it holds up. Uh, I think it holds oh, up. Oh, we kept I, interrupting I, you. I do. I just. I do again. feel like uh, at times I was feeling the length of the movie, and I, I would be interested to like really go through this and see what you could do away with. Like a Colin suggestion of that that one scene with Paul Dano, um, Eli, and his father did seem out of place i think there were some other scenes that had hw featured but they weren't very long and most of the movie was around daniel so things like that likely could be cut or shortened just just tightened up yeah There's nothing that's to really point. cut just tighten the screws in places i probably would have liked it but i didn't hate what i got here and, and i think it, it's a vision it was achieved and it's pretty incredible to watch so yeah go check and, this one
1: out. and i and I know that I already said I held up, but just a couple of things we never mentioned that I think are valuable is this, the, the set design, the wardrobe, the sets. There's nothing ever at, in one moment in this movie where I don't feel like I'm back in this time. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing. Like it's dirty. Their Doing clothes the work, are yeah, dirty. It's gritty. Their Everyone's clothes dirty. are wrinkled. They don't all look like they just came out of an iron, like a trailer, and their clothes are all ironed. You like it immersion. feels. Yeah. yeah and so like Paul Thomas Anderson them, to his respect all the people he hired to do all of these things like the set design and and the wardrobe and stuff they nail it they all nail it and uh whatever his input into that was he nails it too yeah. because um be, it's uh, it's perfect in that respect um it I agree. feels very authentic it feels like we they had we were just watching a documentary for God's sake
0: yeah, shot in the time and recolored. It, it feels yeah, all his stuff has so just so got so that crazy. authentic feeling to it. Mm. So let me period. tell
2: you guys this. Do it. I just read that because uh, Colin, when we were watching this, says, You know what? I think Plainview is asexual. And I was like, You know what? That actually sounds like very credible. And hmm. uh, This is a weird thing to cut off at you guys and be like, hey, important information. No, go ahead. I was thinking about Colin's thing about that. So it turns out that that, uh, he's not asexual, he's impotent. And so there's a cut scene where he says, my cock doesn't work. And then there's another cut scene uh, where they're with those prostitutes where he uh, goes down on a woman and then leaves,
0: right? Right.
2: So that's probably why he's so pissed off.
0: Yeah, there you go. He mm. wanted someone to play <laughs> uh, You know what that's very that's it.
1: actually very interesting I and you know, you know what I think the reason why PT took that stuff out I don't know if it says and what you're reading, but I would imagine is you don't need it
2: Yeah, I don't know you don't need it
1: because it works better this way because like me and you were talking about him being asexual or whatever it's it's not that Im, it's not it's not important. No,
2: it's he not have important. Time. It doesn't he's too detract strange. from the character alone. or he, add to him. Yeah, he's a, alone it, the whole it,
0: time. It. I get that. He'd have no time for a family. He couldn't do what he does with it. So, um, yeah, I don't think we needed to see any of that. But sounds entertaining. Mm. That's for goddamn sure. Ah, cha cha cha. All right, well, uh, this was a fun one. Uh, I think we all super enjoyed this movie. So three thumbs up, our second three-thumber-upper. Um, maybe from the uh, way we're six, talking about it. Six, I think. six. That's six thumbs up. Nice, because we're all given two at a time. So nice. this will be up there with Boogie Nights in terms of like pure enjoyment and appreciation and praise and all that stuff. Um, and maybe I would say Boogie Nights would eke this out, just, again, for the overall viewing experience, but not mm-hmm. because I'd say one movie is better than the other. Yeah. Um, it's just a little bit more fun to be what if I was going to watch something tonight, it would probably be boogie nets over there will be blood. But I just watched there will be blood. So that's probably leading into that decision, too. You know what I'm saying? OK, <laughs> well, next week we have the master. Um, let's get final calls here on what we think about this, because I'll say again, I've only seen it once and I didn't like it.
1: Oh, I think end, it's gonna I was, definitely. I was oh, mad. it's mad. It's gonna hold up. I think you're gonna like disagree with your your first analysis. Yeah. <clears throat> There's so much good character characterization and character work that goes on yep. in the movie, and I I think a, the f- first time I watched it, I missed a lot of that because I didn't know what the scenes were about. Um, this was years ago, or why they were in there, or what was going on. But it's really about characterization, mm. as PT is so good at doing, and he he does it in that yeah. movie again. Who knows though? I could be wrong. Brent, what about you? You've seen it twice or just once?
2: I've seen it once. I went to the theater with you the first time we watched it.
1: I own it on Blu-ray. I didn't show watch you watch it with you guys before. I
2: I watched it with you in the theater. But then it's like it's over three
0: hours, isn't it? That's the
2: thing is it was long, and I remember. So I remembered being kind of undecided about it after I'd saw it. I I. I was like I like it because I can I think I appreciate what it's trying to do or or maybe effectively doing but I like I remember it being you know really uh really kind of a fucking mashup of of feelings so yep. I'm interested it, to see it again I predict that it does not hold up no. but we all uh, talk about how amazing the acting was because okay, I remember yeah. that being
1: you know, an yeah, no quest feat. It's only two hours and sixteen minutes. It's okay, not that good, long. Good. This is not um, a long. I remember
0: movie. it felt like three hours, but anyway, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. I think it, we'll we'll it appreciate the directing. Time. I the directing, the acting, we, everything will be on point. Music, everything. We know that's not going to be a problem. It's it's if this story will be a story worth telling.
1: I think it's going to be. I think I think we're all going to. Uh, Have a a different view of it this time We've Mm. Yeah it'll be really interesting Maybe Colin will flop
0: and Brent and I will love it I don't know
2: Exactly it
0: could
1: could
2: happen
0: (laughs) That would be so interesting I would love it I would love it Alright, well, um, we'll get into that one on the very next week that we can. And then we're out of P.T. Anderson month with these five wonderful movies. We'll get into some new stuff. We'll make that announcement after the master episode just to keep you all in touch. Come back a little bit more and listen to what we got to say. Um, so yeah, this has been a good one. We'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And as always, enjoy your shit.